who are grieving on this day. The original Mother's Day in the U.S. was started in 1868 when Ann Jarvis organized a committee to establish a Mother's Friendship Day. And the purpose was to promote peace, protest against war, and reunite families that had been divided during the Civil War. Ann Jarvis died in 1905 before an annual Mother's Day celebration was established. But her daughter, who was named Anna Jarvis, almost the same name, continued her mother's efforts and honored her mother's activism by creating a National Mother's Day. And several churches in the US started holding special services to honor mothers on Mother's Day. And it was in 1914 that US Congress proclaimed the second Sunday in May to be Mother's Day. Other countries in the world also had been finding days to honor mothers as well. And so Mother's Day gradually spread worldwide. And nowadays we honor mothers by giving them chocolate or cards or flowers. Carnations are very popular and that was Anna Jarvis's mother's favorite flower. And I have heard it's still the most popular flower used for Mother's Day. Since it is Mother's Day, I'd like to do something a little bit special. So I'd like you to share very briefly with the person next to you about your mother, just to share where she was born, your mother's name, where she was born, and what she taught you. So Meg and I are going to model how to do this, okay? Because I'm only giving you two minutes. <laughs> Meg, my mother was named Ruby Green. And she was born in Waco, Texas in 1922. And she taught me to love my neighbor as myself. She was a good Christian woman and taught me not to discriminate against anyone. And she taught me to make peanut butter cookies. Well, my mother's name is Kyoko, and she's a third-generation Korean who was born in Osaka. And because our, of our family's multicultural background, my mother uh, sent me to an international school and to summer schools in Switzerland because she wanted me to foster a global mind, which is to love, respect, and accept everyone. Just doesn't matter where they come from. Um, treat them as your friends. Yes. Okay, now it's your turn. Just someone next to you, very quickly. And if you had problems with your mother or you didn't know your mother for whatever reason, share about someone who was like a mother to you. A teacher, uh, can even be a man. Someone who was like a mentor to you.
光くん東谷君これはあのお母さんのことだからお母さんの名前と何からお母さん、まあ、何,何を習いましたか<笑>そうだねみんながグループじゃあ私と簡単に<笑> just, 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 All right, that's your cue to stop. Sorry about that, but if you haven't finished and you still are talking to your partner after the postlude, quickly go out of church because it's EKK Sunday and the German speaking congregation will be coming in. But during coffee time, continue your sharing with your partner or find a new partner and talk to that person as well. Now, going back to our Bible lesson today. I'd like to talk about some of the images of God as mother that we have in the Bible. And one is the eagle. We had a wonderful praise song about the eagle as well. And so you can see this I carried you on eagle's wings and brought you here to me. One of the most intriguing things is how eagles teach their young to fly. And by the way, both the mother and the father eagle. Share in caretaking of their young, just like Shua and Liu both take care of Angela, right?、It's... So, let me tell you about the mother eagle. Here's what happens usually, the mother eagle, who's generally stronger and larger than the, her mate, decides when the time's right and she takes her babies on her wings and she flies high into the sky. If you look closely, that's a little baby eagle. They call them eaglets, eaglets, okay? And she suddenly swoops downward and she forces these little baby eagles, these eaglets, into solo flight. And they flap their little wings, but it takes them a while to get the hang of it and they get tired. And so they go falling down, 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 down. But then she swoops down and she doesn't let them hit the ground, of course. So she picks them up and she brings them up again. And then they start this whole process one more time where she's flying. Drops them, they're flapping their little wings as hard as they can. And then eventually she's flying alongside them and they're flying on their own. So, just as I desire my sons, Kai, I have a son age 27, Kai, and Ko, who's age 21, he'll be coming back from college tomorrow, and so you'll get to see him for the summer. But I desire my sons to be free and strong. God desires for us to grow up free and strong under God's wings of love. There are images of God as Mother Eagle in the books of Exodus, Job, Revelation, and in De- Deuteronomy. In Deuteronomy, we read that like an eagle that stirs up her nest and flutters over her young, then spreads her wings to catch them and bears them on her wings, so God did lead the people of Israel. God, like a mother eagle, nurtures us but always aims at the goal of our maturity and our strength.
Besides the mother eagle, there's lots of other maternal images of God. You can see in Hosea, it describes God as a mother. Hosea 13, verse 8, describes God as a mother bear. Deuteronomy, we just heard, God is a mother eagle. Deuteronomy 32, 18, God who gives birth. Isaiah 66, verse 13, God is a comforting mother. Isaiah 49, verse 15, God compared to a nursing mother. Isaiah 42, 14, God as a woman in labor. Psalm 131, verse 2, God as a mother. And the verse we had today, Matthew 23, 37, which is also found in Luke 13, God as a mother hen. So I don't have time to share in depth all of the scriptures with you, but I hope that you can Google later the maternal images of God or perhaps discover other images of God on your own. Another image found in the Bible that I mentioned briefly is the image where Jesus refers to himself as a hen, a mother bird. He says, as you heard in the reading, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often I wanted to gather your children as a hen gathers her chick under her wings. You can see in this slide a picture of a hen and her chicks. Now why does Jesus say these words? Because Herod and the Pharisees are seeking to have Jesus killed for the way they think he's been causing trouble throughout Galilee. He was filling people with thoughts about God as accepting all people, loving the unlovable, the unclean, the contaminated, and others. Jesus is saying that all those undesirable individuals, all those people, everyone, should be allowed into the kingdom of God. Jesus calls himself a mother hand who protects us. When your life is filled with suffering and pain, it's nice to think of being under God's wings and to have a God who is warm, who's welcoming, protective, tender, loving, and empathetic. Now, something that I learned is that mother hens, you may not have known this, did you know they have the ability to feel their chick's pain? This is a quality called empathy that was once thought to be uniquely human. But recent studies suggest that animals also may experience empathy. Now, Meg has a, a dog, dog's name's Kai. Not, she didn't name him after my son, she just liked the name. And, Kai expresses empathy, right, Meg? Yes, and those of you with dogs and cats, Taiko has birds, you might have felt this too. They can somehow empathize. So a new study has uncovered that mother hens, mother hens are attentive, caring parrots that feel their chick's pain. In experiments, female chickens showed clear signs of anxiety when their young were in distress. They found that adult female birds possess at least one of the essential underpinning attributes of empathy, the ability to be affected by and share the emotional state of another. There's a connection between the womb and mercy in Hebrew. Rahim, which is womb, is related to rem, to show mercy, as well as rahum, which is merciful.
All through scripture, the Hebrew root in the word for womb literally translates as womb love, or the kind of love that a mother has for the child she carries within her. This is the kind of love, this womb love, that God has for us, a tender womb love. A mother's love can also be fearless. At Asian Rural Institute, this is one of KUC's global mission partners, and we've had people from ARI come and speak to us, um, they raise chickens. And one of the participants told me this story. He was going out to the chicken coop to get eggs, which they do on a daily basis, and he was hearing a huge racket. And he saw lots of dust and feathers flurrying around and lots of screeching and squawking. So as he went in, he wasn't sure what to expect, but he saw one of the old gray hens come out and she had a snake in her mouth. So like that hen, Jesus was not afraid of snakes, vipers, Pharisees, or even that fox, King Herod. And like that hen, Jesus protects us. Let me share another story. A forest fire burnt down a farmhouse in western Canada. And as the embers cooled, the devastated farmer was walking over the ruins and noticed a burned lump on the ground. He prodded it with his stick and saw that it was a hen burned to death. The farmer turned the hen over, and to his surprise, three little um, chicks came chirping out, baby chicks. So the hen had died in the flames, even as it saved the lives of her helpless chicks. Jesus compared himself to a hen eager for the safety of her brood in Matthew 23, verse 37. And Jesus also laid down his life for us so that we, all of us, we could be saved. This picture shows a hen and chicks in a mosaic at a church in Jerusalem, and it's depicting the Matthew 23, 37, and the same verse is found in Luke 13, 34. It reminds us of a God who cares for and welcomes all her children under her wings, no matter how they behave or how they look or what annoying and inappropriate things they do. The God who opens God's heart of healing. The God who feels what I feel, who validates me as a mother, who assures me that when I have made mistakes, when I have wandered from the right path, and when I've been overwhelmed, that these holy wings will still spread over me, protecting me, sheltering me, and keeping me safe. With that image in mind, let us now pray. Thank you, dear God, for your nurturing love. Help us, Lord, to fly. Help us to remember that God's Holy Spirit is the wind beneath our wings, helping us to fly. Amen. Amen. Um, now it's time to give our tithes and offerings. 
So the Lord has given to us abundantly, and He continues to. So today, through our tithes and offerings, let's give back a portion of His abundant blessings. And while we do that, Liu and the worship team, um, actually it's Liu and Shirley today, but they will be singing for us. through. 